my name on the back of my belt Believe there's a God to save me from hell And dirt roads are made for country boys like me They took her baby Don't believe in politically correct She had her baby If you want a piece of me CPS taker Better have a set A rifle and a four-wheel drive is all I need Okay, let's get me a rhythm January. Nelson's gonna let him bleed today. He's going in the shop. And it's good for you. Take your Tyramax today. President Business enveloped by a cloud of drones descending from the sky. That's the most disorganized. I would never let my kid read Chronicle SU. Jeff, I said Nelson's bleeding today. And I'll show it right to the camera. Stop it. <laughs> You want to do this right now? I write to the propaganda for the right wing. You are fake news. And I smoke in the weed. You're gonna get this Taramax out. We're gonna live a clean life. Yes, I go into a um, dissociative state because you're tuned in to Hate Radio, broadcasting all across the galaxy. Break out the Taramax and put your kids to sleep. Here's your host, Hate Set. I just had an idea and forgot it because I'm not working on it. Well, I'm sorry. I had to do this bullshit show. The show is the reason for the <laughs> an intro. Yeah, no, no, but the intro, making the intro is way more fun. It is fun. It's really fun. And you're good at it. Whoa, this thing hits like a champ. I was looking for that 9-11 explosion. Where, what did the guy say? Like, dude. Another building? Know. Or the what other building? Say? Something like a, that. I'll get a sound bite of that guy saying, pull the building. Pull the tower? Yeah. Pull the tower. This is Hate Radio, and we're pulling the tower. Missile preparation for the July pulling the tower early, this is a false alarm. No, here we go. You're listening to Chronicle.su. This is a Hate Radio program by the Internet Chronicle. I'm HateSec. Joining us live this evening is Kilgore. Kilgore, tell the audience hello. No. Tell the. What do you think about the listeners? Are they even worth addressing? Well, listen, this show is a big waste of my time. I could be doing other things right now. And uh, it's just uh, got to pay the bills. You are such a diva today. It was uh, all I could do to get you in the studio for a hate radio. I did drag you away from the editing bay. Well, we got nuclear apocalypse on our on our heels, nipping at our heels. And you're hard at work on something that uh, is more suited to the nuclear fucking apocalypse than our current intro. Something a little more in your face. Yeah, we might even get to hear it. Uh, you might have just heard it just now if you're listening, uh, if you're a podcast listener and not a Twitch listener. So I'm real, I'm real excited to get into nuclear winter and nuclear <laughs> apocalypse, which is are the subjects of tonight's show. Um, but let's talk about some of the other stuff that's coming down the pipeline. Dr. Troubadour has tips later 
for staying warm in extreme winter weather. Fuck him, I hate his tips. We are uh, proud to introduce a new sponsor to the show. And uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about them later. Lebel Troker uh, has a breakthrough drug. And I'm so excited about the opportunities that this new opioid is creating. It's created a buzz around Hollywood, that's for sure. The Internet Chronicle is brought to you proudly by Lethal Trucker Pharmaceuticals, um, who later will talk about their products. What do you think uh, would be, besides Terramax, what would be the most effective lethal Troker product in the event of a nuclear holocaust? Uh, they make suicide pills? Like cyanide capsules and that sort of thing? Yeah. Little fucking rice things? You put it in your tooth? Because you want to live in a, uh, what do you call it? You want to live in some kind of bunker. Forget about it. I would live in a bunker for a long time, but then once the, the food runs out, I would really freak out. You know? Because how, how long can you really keep the food going? Would you ration it out early so that you could live in a bunker forever, or would you just eat a cyanide pill right away? Well, honestly, unless you're vaporized in the medium you know, blast area, probably gonna be okay you just go in the bunker for a month or two and the half-life means that most of it will be you know most of it will be gone and still you don't go drinking infected water sources and stuff you got to be careful about that and you also got to stay clean and not get all dusty from the ground and get out of the area where it's gone off and you'd be more or less okay, but the real thing is the logistics of this. You know, it's going to be, and you're going to be boiling uh, grass for food for a couple of years. Oh, that's, uh, and the grass is going to have radiation in it. Is that why you boil it? Well, um, trying to think, you know, I, I mean, I'm, maybe you shouldn't eat grass. Maybe the radiation would get up into it after a month, so you got to live off of canned food and you know, pr- scrounge through the suburbs. Like Fallout 4. Yeah. And you encounter these mutant fucking creatures and a bunch of uh, characters with, seem, you know, you wonder who wrote them. Just out in the wasteland. People uh, catch you coming up out of your fucking bunker, dude. They're like, oh, hi, neighbor, and you just fucking kill them right away because you think it's Fallout 4 when you come out. There might be some kids who have been programmed by video games to be like that. Maybe. They're in real danger. Video games are the preparation that these kids need for the impending apocalypse, which is, I mean, on a long enough timeline, inevitable. I think so. The survival video game, nuclear apocalypse genre. What? Where it's uh, kill or be killed. What? What else is there? There's nothing else. There's nothing else going to prepare a kid better for that shit than DayZ and fucking Apex Legends. Um, 
Fortnite. Last Man Standing. Yeah, they're being taught that only one person gets to survive out of every hundred. Every time you see a kid doing that little floss dance, that's him dancing on the graves of his enemies, his imagined foe. And that could be, you know, that could be you. In the event of an apocalypse, dude, the kids are going to be the most vicious and ruthless among us. You'll think, but wait, we were a society of values and peace. Nah, nah, dude. Not when the kids are running around in roving fucking gangs. With AKs. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking over, dude. You don't, you know, once you get there, it's fucking over. They're just cutting people's heads off. It's pillaging, raping the whole nine yards. But they also don't know about how to avoid fallout. So they'll get they'll get all sick from the radiation. <laughs> they'll get the like cancers and stuff. So we'll all be dead. It'll be horrible. Yeah. Oh, it'll suck ass out loud. Because everybody's laying around pissing and moaning, I'm dying of cancer. You know, I feel like there would be a few old men who had, had training just for this moment. Some kind of military thing. Yeah. Like they were seals or something. And yeah, they'll, be, like, they'll just be in the shadows, like in ghillie suits, just watching. <laughs> they'll never act. They'll just watch. Just creeping around in the fucking trees, in the background, in the dark canopy jungle. <laughs> just watching. Never coming out and they'll have like uh you know geiger sensors rattling all the time constantly and they'll be you know when these kids die they'll be like yep there's another one another one down and another one down yeah take their ammo you know it's like the no kill people who who play uh the last man standing games and just hide the whole time yeah, just to in this, in this situation where there's no circle closing in on you or anything, you you know, why would you even participate in fighting? You don't have to. It's fun, right? You're doing it because it's because everybody else is doing it. Don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're just uh, you're just a face in the crowd, dude. Getting your fucking crazy on, getting your crazy group shit on that people do when they group up. Now, it may most resemble what we saw at Black Friday. Remember that? Oh, dude, yeah, they're fucking savages. I mean, at least for the first moments when logistics are starting to break down and the economy has just been shocked because of the uh, disruption in supply and, and, you know, the sudden loss of billions of lives and all the, all the logistics that hold everyone together. Everything has fucking collapsed around right. you. Collapse, the the economic collapse that everyone fears, right? It's a common. That everyone's sure of. The preppers are sure of when everything collapses, and you can't rely on other people for your life, as you have for your whole life. What do you do? You go up into the mountain, and you carve a house out of a tree with your bare hands. No, you don't even bring steel tools because they can't be relied on anymore. They're Even all rocks irradiated. Can't be relied on, yeah. Well, no, they're just, they just don't work anymore, right? They just stop working. Because, you know, most people have, they don't understand. 
about tools and taking care of them. And there's a whole process. You don't just apply saw to wood. I think this whole shit about building a house up in the woods is fantasy because there's going to be roving gangs of motherfuckers up in these mountains with the same idea. There will be, but say you find a nice um, hidey hole, right? You go up there, no one's messing with you, but you can't even rely on your chisels or saws anymore because you never learned how to use them to begin with. Yeah, you're just just, You're just scraping a hole into the dirt with your bare fingers. And civilization is gone and you're reduced to an animal. Yep, scratching around in the dirt. Scritching and a scratching, covering up your shit with a little bit of dirt so stuff doesn't find you. And there are eight-year-olds, twelve-year-olds, fourteen, all with AKs. Yeah, scooting around on their goddamn bikes. And they've all got AKs, and they're all riding bikes. Yeah, and they're the only ones who still believe in technology and rely on it. And they're totally wrecking everybody's shit because they're little yeah. and savage, and they have no fucking limits to what they'll do. There are no consequences to a child anyway, and then you throw them in this game-like atmosphere where they've been told, go for the purple shit. Wear the purple shit. That's the good loot. They're like, yeah, man, I got fucking AK-47. It's got ACOG scopes, and I can shoot it a quarter mile with perfect accuracy. And when they kill a guy, they all just rush on the body and start tearing away at all his possessions. While he's still alive, like like while he's dying but still alive, they're just ripping shit off of him. What's he got? A watch? A fucking canteen? Oh, he's got water? He's got a tool so I can scratch in the dirt? Hell yes. Who wants dirt tools? They probably just abuse the ones who are scratching around in the dirt naked. Yeah, it's just another naked. Yeah, Let's go abuse him. Yeah. <laughs> go kick him around, fucking take out your aggression on him. He's a naked. What do you how's he gonna stop you? He's got nothing. You've got purple AK forty sevens and flak armor and fucking mines. Now this uh apocalypse is sounding a lot like a uh, video game. Well, this is what they're preparing the children for. That's right. And these kids have insane dedication to survival and accuracy and controlling a single Now, when people map. stop taking care of, uh, you know, bridges and, and roads and, and tall towers, they'll fall down pretty quick. I mean, it'll be only a matter of a year or two. Yeah, you can forget pulling the tower, tower number seven, because these shits are going to fall on their own tower after tower. You can't even live in them at a certain point because they're just going to collapse on people. Well, these horrible cities may be good places. You know, these collapsed towers and stuff. People may uh, hold on to civilization and build fortresses there. Maybe some sad you know, low-tech type of thing. But, you know, even if people stop believing that computers are work or are good, there's still all these chips everywhere, and all they need is a couple uh, electrons to come to life. So there may be an internet still. All I need is a couple electrons, man. Can't you help me out? Yeah. All I need is a couple electrons to get me They're started. Like, they got people on uh, 
exercise bikes, whipping them for electricity, right? <laughs> Circling them with bikes, just whipping them with chains at the center of the circle. Yeah, but I mean, you know, like an exercise bike, and the guy's like tied up to the generator. I've seen them doing that at breweries. They're like, we're powering tonight's dinner, and you think, okay. Yeah, they're off-grid, right? Yeah. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be a big off-grid madness. And then how about the preppers, though? They will have their fortified compounds where they've long ago gone off-grid. They don't need society. They'll still have all the modern conveniences. They'll have all the food they'll ever need. Yeah, but those people, I I think, for the most part, those people are, are probably going to be soft. You think that the uh, horde, the roving hordes of children, yes. will, uh, what they'll do is they'll come in and trick them and be like, Help us, help, we're, yeah, we're they'll, innocent. They'll send in a nice little innocent one to be like, Please, please let me in. I'm he'll, starving. This would be a great movie, in fact. He'll mew and, you, and you cry like out, a little yeah. kitten. Yeah, you start out with this scene of this prepper. And you get background on the nukes and stuff, and then you have this little eight-year-old come tearfully begging for food, and the man gruffly turns them away, but throws him a chocolate bar or something and says, get out of here. You get on out of here. You take your chocolate bar and get on out of here. And the little kid comes back to his group, and he's like, tells them all the weaknesses in their compound, and, and they invade, and it's a firefight. And because the man is too uh, kind to... Uh, start executing children they uh they get they kill him and that's how you establish this this horrible world in this movie now i don't know what kind of movie it would be but i think it would be some kind of tarantino post-apocalypse well blood shooting everywhere lots of action you know that blood squirting out and the guts falling out when when they get stabbed and get the, they get their hands in and their arms cut off and stuff in these films. This I think is even all, Tarantino would be like, you know, this child violence stuff is it's not we're not gonna get rated we're not gonna get that by. It's a bit much. Yeah, uh, it's rated X, you know. It's a bit much. It's just children ripping each other apart. Is that what you want? Do you want to see the kids ripping each other into pieces? Well, it was a kind of a conceptual thing. I mean, um, so it's a kind of a warning, right? Speaking of warnings, uh, we we've been officially warned on Twitter by the Matthew Romero account. He quoted our promotion, and he says, uh, "Of the radio program, sounds like pretty worthless, useless, apocalyptic discussion." Don't see the point. Sounds like people who don't know God and have no reason to be happy. Very sad. I'll pray for them. Matthew, as they say in the Bible, thank you. Can I get a line? I didn't see where he said this. He is uh, just looking out for us on Twitter, man. And he's sending us beautiful love from... God through his uh, and he's one of these dudes like we were looking at the other night who wears the fucking the business shirt with the tie the regular blue fucking business shirt he's Reg a soul is he trying to soul win us yeah dude he's he's soul well no he's 
he's like soul dominating us because he doesn't want to win us over to his side. He's just, he's making us out to be like bitches in front of the church. I think it's on between you, me, and Roger Jimenez. You think he's uh, from Jimenez? Look at him. He's dressed just like those motherfuckers. I guarantee you. I can't see him. You, there's no way. Check I the can, Discord I... there. Okay. If you take a go. look at this fellow, there we go. He looks okay. just like everyone else in this story from the other night. Like he's something we would make up, and yet there he is. You don't have to make this shit up. These fucking crazy nuts come in here like this. Oh, he's getting a retweet from me. Yeah. <laughs> Take care of him, man. No, he's not. He's, he's not a good Baptist. Guy. He's a Catholic. Computer tech support, virus eradication extraordinaire, and life vantage independent distributor. So he's part of a uh, part of a pyramid cult. Yeah, biohacking. Those guys, um, they sell some kind of bottle of some shit. It's worthless, and um, you you have to pay thirty five dollars to work for them. And everybody owns their own business. I'm an entrepreneur. And I go to the church of fucking Verity Baptist. And I listen no, to somebody you know, stand up at the front and wants to kill. F- he's, he's got 44,000 tweets, yet he has 489 followers. That, Damn, is a, that is a record low. He has 43,000 tweets. How many do I have? Let's see. 37,000? And I have 1,350 followers. You have, what, two, right, 3,000? So he's, not, he's not that much worse off than us. That was the disparity between our, um, our numbers, the number of followers. This is a source of tension between you and me. Yes. I just watch my follower account every day. And um, constantly, because, you know, that's the important part of life for me. Is that number? You're always watching that number, and then you look at mine to make sure I'm behind you. <laughs> yeah, it's a raise. So his hate stack still fewer numbers than me. Good, and you keep going. You keep gathering. You keep gaining followers. I'm losing a lot. Do you lose followers? Oh, constantly. I don't know how I even keep afloat with how many I lose. Yeah, man. How do you feed your family? Every follower lost is a sandwich out of their mouth. You're being deplatformed. One right. follower or two at a time, like me. They're treating you like a bitch. Just like uh just like those other people are treating us like a bitch. This pyramid scheme guy, Matthew Romero, why is he treating us like this? He's just uh spreading the love of Lord Jesus Christ by who hate Matthew. Buddy, you got it all wrong. Give us a call at 917-675-4836. We are eager to hear what you have to say. I'll tell him about the computer viruses that are writing writing themselves now. That's a good start. That'll probably freak him out. I'll tell That's him what's some... about to trigger the pot, the nuclear war. That's oh, this, the whole point. This person in chat knows about Sue Basco. I don't want to hear about Sue Basco. She's got nothing to do with this. Some, She's got nothing to do with this. Some people You leave her out of this. 
filling my feed with uh, shit about her, and it's, it's like <laughs> you leave her. It's like this. it's like you've looked up and seen a bad sign. It's like a bad omen. Yeah, born under a bad sign. There's a, there's a lot more exciting shit coming up. You wanna you wanna talk about a bad sign, dude? You wanna talk about these fucking uh, this religion and us going to hell and stuff? Hell no! I want to talk about the apocalypse, bro. Well, that's what we're here for tonight. Look, man, we're not here to talk about Sue Basco and her little. Well, before we leave, thing. we're not here to talk about uh, this hold, and that. Well, I'll talk to this. Hold on, just a second. Man. Is he calling in? Thank God. He's gonna I mean, call in. Good. I'm gonna. I'm just. Uh, I'm, good. I'm ready to go into nuclear Eden with you, but before we leave this worldly realm where there's still civilization and the lights are on. I have to play this uh, soundbite. Um, we, we got a voicemail today at the Chronicle office. No, was it Subasco? Uh, no. At first okay. I thought it was. But then... Let's hear it. All right. I'm I've, going in. Uh, I haven't been prepared for this at all. So. No. We're going in dry. So you can hear the Discord, right? You can hear Marv if he comes in. We're going to play this uh, little clip. I Look, I haven't heard it either. I got the audio, and I figured this is too fucking rich. I'm just going to play it on the show. I have no idea what it says, but it's a, it's, it's a complaint. I've tried to hide this for, from my family for as long as I could. And, um, this, is, this is what it is. This is your grandmother. I want to know why so much filth coming out of your mouth. You was not raised up like you were raised in a good Christian home. If you don't repent, you are going to hell. To split hell wide open. Love you so much. Please repent. Please, please repent, son, before it's too late, because I don't want to go to heaven and you in hell. <laughs> Love you. Oh my god, dude. I gotta repent. I've gotta fucking change my ways. You inhale. Yeah. I'll split hell wide open. James Galloway, this is your grandmother. I want to know why so much filth coming out of your mouth. You was not raised up like you were raised. (laughs) God damn, dude. That is a harsh... So my family found out, running a little radio show with my buddy, Wild Bill Kilgore. She doesn't like this show. She doesn't like the filth uh, coming out of our mouths. We're talking about pussy stretched wide open and prolapsed buttholes and guts getting ripped out of people. And now we're about to go into the gritty details of nuclear holocaust. She left a message. I think she's right. You're in hell right now. <laughs> we are about to bust hell wide open, son, on Chronicle.su tonight. And let's see how much time do we have left. We've got, uh... All right, we've still got plenty of time. Fucking nuclear apocalypse? This, this is what's next? The kids and the roving bands of goddamn adolescents? With their AK-47s and their fucking ACOG scopes and red dot sights and holographic bullshit. Fucking sticky grenades and shit. 
we're right back into the video games. This is what they're they're prepared for. This is like what's in a kid's brain, like the way it used to be in cartoons, like the monkey smashing the symbols together in somebody's head. Like this is what I think they're seeing in their little repetitive backgrounds. Yeah, nuclear war, the yeah. apocalypse. Just doing it over and over again. Just like the games. Like I was thinking about it today at work. I was like, Apex Legends? Fucking yes, please. Again, as many times as as I can fucking handle. That shit is like crack cocaine, or the way I imagine it to be. You I never play smoked an Apex it. Apex Legend at, uh, at work? Um, no, I just well, I play it in the background loop of my brain, and I'm and I imagine that I'm not the only one, right? That for some kids, this is all they have, dude. They don't have an internet chronicle to like blast out their craziness, right? They don't have fucking empowerment at school or in their friends or something. Definitely don't have it at church, right? They're made to feel like a, you know, whatever, a fucking nothing at a place like Verity Baptist. But they've got, in this game, they've got power, man, true fucking power. So it's like the only thing they're thinking about. They're just replaying it over and over in their little waterheads. Their dumb little fucking waterheads. And then we encounter them at 11 o'clock at night. We're just trying to chill out and play a video game. And they're shrieking in your fucking ear. Like little banshees, dude, because they're like all their primal shit is coming out, and you have to deal with the the insanity of it because their fucking well, parents won't tell them, "Hey, this is for adults. Get the fuck out of there and quit. Get out of their hair. They're not your fucking babysitters." Now I'm I'm not sure if there's actually going to be a Lord of the Flies situation in a nuclear apocalypse, right? I don't think that necessarily that would happen. I think that um. You know, you wipe out three quarters of the population. Of course, there's going to be logistical troubles and crime, and you know the same things you see in any disaster. But at the same time, um, previous disasters of the scale of a nuclear war have hit. Um, you know, for instance, medieval Europe, and uh, even. World War One was such a massive disaster for the population. It could be compared to a nuclear war. Easily. Of course, you don't have the radiation. You don't have the kind of gruesome killing. You know, there is the gruesome killing of citizens. Yeah, civilians um, die. Yeah, that, that started with World War One and the artillery shelling of cities and, and shit like that and the bombing of, of London with from uh, these big zeppelins. But nothing compares to an A-bomb. That is just senseless, grotesque well, violence. Well, I mean, for instance, the uh, Black Plague, you know, that that wiped out, you know, <laughs> sometimes whole cities were reduced by two-thirds yeah. Yeah, or more. So war can hit people just uh, just like the Black Plague. But the what it didn't end up in an economic collapse. It didn't cause a sudden, sudden uh, you know, breakout of animalistic type <laughs> behavior. In fact, what it did is it kind of uh, made everyone richer because there was much more money out there to be had. And fewer people. Yeah, there's just fewer people equals... Per capita money, wealth goes way up. There are way too many fucking people. 
and it's just exploding. It's getting way worse, like really well, the, fast. The thing is, um, if you look at the money, like in World War One, it's like this big static charge where there's just a few people who have all the power and the wealth in the world or uh, enough of it to have a controlling share to where it doesn't matter if there's a democracy or not because they can just uh, money is more powerful than, than any government right and as uh, an unstable situation that power differential is like a big electrical charge and it's just ready to it's ready to uh, resettle you're listening to Chronicle.su. This Wild Bill Kilgore tells us how society rebounds from nuclear strike. It'll be fine. Don't worry. As long as you aren't caught up in the uh, crash. Get nuked, poisoned. Don't get caught up in that crashing and nuking and getting poisoned after the explosion. Just get the fuck out of Dodge. No, you gotta just keep what you're doing what you're doing if you can. You don't run like an animal scampering out of there? No, 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 no. Just keep it cool. You'll be fine. Uh, what are you gonna do? Uh, it's like, you know when you catch a catch a raccoon or something and you take it ten miles away, it'll fucking just die. Are you gonna check your Facebook? Not going to check your Facebook. You shouldn't be doing that to begin with. That's a big waste of your time. Nobody cares what you have to say. And you can tweet all day or make little posts all day long. It's not going to stop the nukes from raining down on you. That is like a force of nature. It's like there's just too many rich people, too few rich people with too much money. And uh, it's just unstable. They, they can't stop trying to accumulate money. Now all their other techniques of making money are breaking down and trying to get rid of the government to make more money. And the next step is big bloody war like the world has never seen. There's a pattern in history of more brutality, more war, and more, more just hell on earth breaking out as time goes on. People say, oh, look back to the medieval time. That was that was so bad. Didn't people have it bad then? Aren't we a bit so better off? And it's like, well, that was, a, that was like nothing compared to World War One. Yeah, because, because there were, what, 10 naked guys chained up down in the king's basement? That's yeah. all you had. That was about as bad as it got. They didn't even have prison systems. No, you they were just to, in the they fucking just had dungeon. dungeon. Yeah, they just had a dungeon or two. No prison system. Throw that piece of shit in the dungeon until I think he's had enough. There wasn't this... Uh, in fact, when they got defeated by Muslim people, they'd be like, yeah, it was only because he was the bravest and most noble and chivalrous man in the world. There was no other way we could have lost. And, you know, that flash forward 700 years... And it's, uh, they're not even human. They're of a different species. And we have got to exterminate them as a health policy for our nation. Now, son, there ain't no shame in getting beat by the best. We just gotta 
smash them down into the dungeons and chain them up to the walls and we'll be good to go for a little while. A lot of the times the prisoners were, you know, if they're a noble, you don't take them to punish them. You take them as a, like as a commodity. They yeah. would trade. They would trade nobles as commodities, you know, like, well, yeah, I've got, I just won this noble in the last fight. Oh, you have a noble? I have a dungeon. Back. I'd love to buy your noble and put him in my dungeon. No, it would be the family. It's like a ransom. I, so they just what hang around and eat bread and soup with everybody? They, like this would, is no, this is normal. Trade. Yeah, yeah, they would be become friends, and Stockholm syndrome would set in and stuff. Oh no shit! Yeah, and that's how they that's how they dealt with uh, foreign affairs. Like in a battle, you just just catch a noble, ransom them, get some money, you work out your problems. They didn't really like to kill each other. They just yeah. liked to ransom each other as commodities. Yeah, I got a noble, you got a noble. Let's pass these fucking nobles around and see if we can't get a goddamn four-way around the world going. And then we invented total war sometime last century, which, uh, not that it didn't exist before, which, but... Speaking of around the world, yeah. we we went balls to the wall. Dropped a, dropped a couple of nukes, fat man and little boy, and called it a day. I don't think they needed to drop that second one. Or the first one, really, I guess. They didn't and this to... isn't a big jerk-me-off-we-should-all-be-guilty thing about how bad we are. We some bad motherfuckers. No, this is just realism here. Look, last century was the worst in all of history. You can't even compare it. Because we're nuking people and fucking gassing them in chambers and shit. Yeah, we got gas, we got nukes, we got basically death factories. And yeah. we'll hook your ass up... Uh, and put a little needle in your arm and fucking feed you poison through there and shut your heart down. We're talking about targeting children and women and just citizens, people who don't even aren't even at war just because. Why don't you come in here? We'll snip your genitals. That's how you win the war now. That's how we won a war. Uh huh. Why don't you come on in here? We'll give you, you know, we'll castrate you. Little eugenics, yeah. We don't want your kind anymore. Here, just have a free. Uh, a free surgery to correct that thing that was wrong with you. And while you're under, by the way, we ripped out your nuts. State, that's, what, that's what our state did. Yeah, state, state hospitals, Virginia. man. There, there were some uh, fucking creepy, crazy places, dude. And that was just, you know, that wasn't too long ago either. I and was, this idea that we're somehow progressing towards a more enlightened and you know, this kind of optimism of, oh, we're always getting better. Look at the big picture. We've been getting worse. I was working on a Bless story you. in Cherokee, and I was interviewing a bunch of uh, Cherokee people in person and on the phone, and it was all leading up to an interview with their uh, president or chief. And um, I spoke to all these people who had... Uh, grandparents who are still alive who were sent to those camps where they were forced to forget their language and um, and snipped the uh, fucking what do, you, what do you call it? Sterilized them. This was after they had already had their kids. So they're like older people got stuffed around and fucking sterilized for no reason. And uh, made to forget their language. Like as adults, 
That's weird. Well, let's get to back to the nuclear. Yeah, that is. Thing. Yeah, that's, that's that stuff that is funny. But let's you, get back to the nuclear shit. That just goes to show you that we're ready to nuke ourselves into oblivion if that's what it takes to for someone to line their pockets. Uh, personally, you know, an individual at this point could trigger a nuclear war. That's how rich some people are. Well, that a single individual could Kilo, check this out. Trigger a global conflict. That's how rich some people are. You know, they're saying like a hundred people have fifty percent of the world's wealth or some shit like that. Yeah, it's, and it's not the trend is only uh, tipping the balance more towards that smaller and smaller group. <laughs> and that is a very unstable situation. And oh, uh, look at this. Last quarter of 2018 saw the longest DDoS attack since 2015. We're talking bigger D- we're talking DDoS attacks out there every day. Sweet. And they're getting better Christ. and better. And uh, the internet is uh, just falling apart. Every no, time you get on, isn't it fucked up? You can't load some shit. <sighs> it's like you, you cut in and out of conversations all the time. Kilgore, I understand you like websites. Yeah, I sure. Like, I like loading them up. I just sit there and press F5 all day. Oh, yeah. It, well, now, what's your favorite part of using the website is the reloading? Yeah, just to see if it's changing. If it's changed at all, you'll be there to have seen it. You saw history on this day. Like, I was using eBay right in the middle of when they dropped their big revision. And it just hit me. Bam. Here's new eBay, motherfucker. Figure this shit out. And I never did, and I quit using it. Because it wasn't an old eBay that I know. But at least it loaded. You're saying this shit is not even loading. Right. Trash. Utter fucking garbage. Why are we even talking about it if it doesn't load? There's a, you know, and on top of that disaster of war which is just looming, but it's been looming with us for the past uh, two or three years, but of Trump, it's this horrible nuclear war just looming over us. We've also got climate change, and I mean, if one doesn't do it to, the other will. Is it true? Uh, oh, hey, there's a poll. There's a poll out. Oh, yeah? Um... Uh, Chronicle.su poll can be found at my Twitter account. Hate sec. Um, should I open up more about my feelings? Oh, jerk me off. I don't want to talk about your feelings. Well, what is this? Get a load of this of, fucking... Uh, <laughs> well, you, what you is know this what? show here? We get to talk about your feelings? You know, these yeah. people say I should talk about my feelings. They say I should bust it wide open, Fuck brother. Them. Dude, why are you letting them uh, fuck with you like that? They all told me that I should. Fuck them. They why said, let me uh, fuck with you, and uh, I had nothing going on. Yeah, I don't trust them. They just want to fuck with you, I think. See, I put my uh, well-being in the hands of strangers, and then I just I lay down and let them do to me what they will. Twitter following, just crawling all over me like ants. It's not gonna be this way after the nukes fall. Oh man! I have dreams. There's gonna be no checking. I've had dreams it. about seeing the uh, streaking lights of uh, rockets. Me too. Coming in. Oh, me too. Yeah. 
and you know that they're not because they're close to the horizon so they're not like coming from space right you know they're not shooting stars now we see them on the horizon and uh, a couple of summers ago i saw my first uh rocket i was taking off in virginia it was a spacex uh flight and you could see you know, the co- it was on the coast of Virginia going into the Atlantic. And you could see it all the way here from the mountains. And it was this, uh, just this red light that just streaked up across the sky. You know, I think they were a little bit faster in my dreams, but also that one was just taking off, so maybe they would be faster than that. How fast uh, would they have to go to be able to punch through our defenses well it's not a matter of fast speed what happens is they have these uh multiple warheads and they come in fast but then they split off so there's 10 warheads on one rocket yeah and, and the russians have developed this to the point where each one of them can be individually targeted and uh you know, it, it's a totally autonomous and totally targeted. And I watched a test of, from the 90s where the U.S. had a similar multi-warhead capability, but it wasn't really, tar- you know, each one of them weren't targeted. It just, it was what you said, of like a cluster. That cluster nuking shit is so creepy. I've had dreams where I'm being bounced around a map of the United States. Okay, we have to run here. Now we're running over here, and they're dropping nukes ahead of us and behind us and around us. And we're making our path north up into Canada, praying to God we can sneak through the fucking woods or something and avoid another nuclear strike. You ever had any shit like that? No, in my dream, uh, what happened was North Koreans... And jeeps would would come riding over the hills. You could see them in the their mountains. faces. Yeah. Oh, you could see the North Korean flag on their jeeps. Jesus. And they just come riding through, and they were totally didn't care about the citizens. They were just, you know, passed us by. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. You're not important. This is about the nuking. So what happened? Yeah. Did they look you in the eye and say, like, now wet your bed? No, they were totally indifferent. They were like, you're not a threat. And they just moved on. on, But they they were nuking. look at me. You say they were nuking? Well, the nukes fell, and then came the ground forces. Oh, they came ahead of them, like in those old fucking test films of the dudes that would run in after the bomb strike. Yeah, not directly on it, but I mean, in the countryside. God damn, this is a fucking insane episode of Internet Chronicle, Hate Radio. Uh, Matthew Romero, if you're listening, call in. He told us he's not going to call in, that uh, he appreciates the offer, but he's going to have to pass today. He says, maybe I came in at the wrong time, but you all just weren't going down any road that I could even remotely call useful to myself or anyone I care about. Thanks for the offer. Yeah, anyone I care about. Yeah, Matthew, that's that's fucking harsh, dude. He's got some emotional problems of his own, maybe to work through. Why is what is Matthew so fucking high and superior? He's attacking a program called Hate Radio, and he's like taunting us, like I'm not gonna call you. You're just gonna make a joke of me. 
you know we're just going to totally fuck with you, Matthew, if you call in. Which is why I want you to call. He's not going to call. Fuck him. The Internet Chronicle is brought to you proudly by Liebeljorker Pharmaceuticals. Who today... want to talk about remotely useful. Let's talk about the pharmaceuticals. They are taking care of us, man. Today, we're, we're very proud of them. They uh, unveiled a product we've been talking about here on the program, an alternative to Terror Max for people whose non-existent, pre-existing conditions have reduced them to nothing but a twisted husk of nerve endings. And every one of those some bitches is on fire. So in short, this is for advanced humans who have let every part of their body except their nervous system atrophy to nothing. Well, and as they atrophy, a brain it's, and nerve it's pain. It's, it's extreme pain. As you know, atrophying is very uncomfortable, and it sets their nerves on fire with the hot, hot hate of a thousand sun gods. And so, you know, um, we, we took a kind of a crazy long way out there. But uh, we wish to congratulate Liebeltrucker Pharmaceuticals on the release of their time release capsule for jazz musicians, an opiate designed to kill even the most heroin-hardy motherfuckers out there. And it's on their behalf we're pleased to announce the release of Miles Gravis, a pill that'll make you feel like a rock star, even if you're not one. But it's really, really good if you already play jazz. You know what I'm saying? That shit will kill you. Oh, it'll fuck you up immediately. This is a That's miracle. That's why they call it Gravis, because this... it's based on the new Grey Death. And it sends you to the grave. The Miles <laughs> Gravis. Well, put your ass in the grave, son. But yeah, it makes the Grey Death look like sunshine. You can fucking forget the Grey Death, okay, because Miles Gravis is here to stay. Liebeltrucker got this shit approved by the FDA, which just came back online after the government shutdown was temporarily suspended. It was an emergency fucking approval of this wonderful, new, life-destroying, miracle opiate. It's going to take care of us, man. It's going to make me feel good, you feel good, Dr. Troubadour feels good. He's on it all the time, and he's got tips for the boys and girls this winter who are trying to stay warm, even, I don't know, man. Because it's, it's fucking the, the winter weather, right? Sure. It, it's extreme. I mean, last week maybe. It's kind of mild now. but Oh, yeah, it was sharp. But it could come back. Yeah, it could come back. It could come back like... Uh, it could come back in a big fucking way, man. Gold is coming back, yeah. so you better follow these tips that we're just uh, edging on. That... <laughs> cold is coming back and it's going to hit you across the face like a fucking chain and you're on an exercise bike powering because you're a power slave. Uh, Dr. Troubadour's tips for staying warm in these extreme winter weather mood swings. I don't want to say this up and down weather reminds me of the mood swings of an abuser, but I came home the other night only to find all my belongings in an igloo. Kilgore. God damn, in an igloo. I don't want to say this weather's up and down, but it reminds me of the rising and falling tides of Russian influence on political systems around the world. So Dr. I Troubadour, we were get some tri- tips Dr. Here. Troubadour has tips for the boys okay. and girls how to stay warm, even if you're sleeping outside with all your shit 
in an igloo. Tip number one, he says, try to remain calm and do not get your blood pressure all worked up. Because you could have a fucking heart attack in this cold. Your blood vessels constrict, you'll get all red in the face, and you'll have a fucking stroke in front of everybody. Troubadour says, chill, bro. Tip number two, Dr. T, as we started calling him after he started taking Miles Gravis, he insisted on having like a cool jazz name. So we call him Dr. T. And Dr. T says, let the homeless be your guide. Because he's all fucking tripped out on heroin now. He's just chilling with the fucking homeless people. Yeah, Troubadour is kind of cheap. Somebody said Troubadour's cheap in the chat. Yeah, he hangs out with bums, dude. So Troubadour tells us, even if you have to wear every coat that you own, stay warm out there, bro. He's talking to you and me, Kilgore. Um, he says, uh, cold air can totally fuck your shit up, especially sensitive millennial hearts. So wear as many layers as you can reasonably apply to your sensitive, delicate, fragile little flower body. If you feel the slightest bit cold or uncomfortable, you are going to get very sick and frail and die early like a sick little bird. Wear everything you've got. This is seriously fucked up climate we're working at. You want to hear tip three? Yeah, yeah let's hear it. Dr. True. <laughs> Dr. Troubadour, he's a, he's a crazy mother. Dr. Troubadour says a vanity fireplace can be used to burn several full bags of garbage before the vanity itself catches on fire. He says he's tested this on uh, vanities in his own lab. Uh, the materials used to make vanity fireplaces are, ironically, not flame retardant. So your vanity is likely to eventually catch on fire if the flame is not carefully controlled. Troubadour says, do not let flames from burning trash kiss the plastic molding that's often used to attach the mantles to the front top of the fake fireplaces. He says this can lead to explosive, uncontrollable fire that splashes melted plastic on you. And it's how I burned down my trailer in Washington, he said. He said, be cool, y'all. Dr. T says, I'm just being real. Those are real tips from a real doctor. Dr. Troubadour is hot tits. So what do you want to do, man? You think it's time to end the show? Yeah. Those were some great tips. I'm not sure what they meant. When they'll ever come in use. But I can tell he's really been hitting that Miles Gravis and, uh, He's not long for this world. He's, it so, sounds uh, like he might be burning trash in his apartment to stay warm. And he's offering this to others as a tip that they might, you might find that useful. I know a guy personally who did that. He was burning styrofoam in his basement and he burned his house down. Personally, I've uh, thrown the odd bit of trash into a wood stove myself everybody's been there haven't they well he wasn't just trying to be funny Ooh, i'll throw a little piece of styrofoam no we weren't we weren't trying to be funny either we were actually freezing to death and you thought it would be none cute. of us had a chainsaw or cared to pay for a load how much of wood st- how much styrofoam did you burn 
Uh, you know, I don't think styrofoam, we had any, we didn't have much styrofoam go in there. But I mean, we used other things. You're not supposed to breathe that, I hear. But anyway, this guy, his house was already condemned. Okay, he had... That's... Hold on, I gotta use my microphone to kill this big fucking spider. Hold oh, on shit. This is gonna be... This fucking giant. Hold on, you'll hear um, it stuff. Wild Bill Kilgore, going for the kill. Got it. Nicely done. Yeah. Oh, my God. Now, why this spider? Why did this one have to die? I thought you were a friend to the spider. I'm a friend to spiders, but this one was about ten times bigger than he should be in my, my, my office here. That's, yeah, he's got to go. If it's freaky, if it's like oversized, they got to go. Yeah, it's, it's a freak of nature. Yeah, dude. I mean, if it looks big enough to like challenge me or a, a mouse or something, <laughs> it's got to go. I don't need that anywhere in my fucking life. Thank you He's very much. He's been a good help to me so far. Probably has eaten thousands of uh, bugs in my room just to get that big. So rest in peace. We'll miss you. But it's time for the next generation to come up. Uh, so long, Dr. Spider. We hardly knew you. Let's see if we... Did we even get to everything? I don't think... There's, uh, yeah, we got we got to everything. Kilgore, um, could you please tell the anymore. listeners to go fuck themselves? Yeah, go fuck yourselves. You got anything? Kilgore is going to be working on uh, some new stuff for the, the fucking whatever. <clears throat> I'm hate sec. This is Chronicle.su Hate Radio. Get the fuck out of here.